Hello, what is up, guys? It is I, John. I am the nerdy. That is Brit. She is the beautiful. And welcome to the Self Center Podcast. The only podcast that is about 7,000th in line to do an AI generated episode. Now, we're not AI generated, but I mean, it seems like everybody's doing AI generated content. I, I feel like there is a problem, like, if you've ever heard of Seinfeld Forever, um, it unfortunately ended with a bit of transphobic comments that was automatically generated, and so, I mean, you gotta realize, nothing's ever perfect. I um, wouldn't have put it in there if it generated it. Yeah. Of course, I don't even think the creator really knew it was going to do that. I mean, the SpongeBob AI had some, like, SpongeBob hitting on Mrs. Puff and trying to get with her. There's, like, an infamous clip now of SpongeBob trying to solicit from her. (laughs) Which, oddly, (laughs) brings us around to what we're talking about today. And that was a very weird transition but here is what we are going to do. So we were going to do this as a video, gosh, what was it, like half a year ago now? Yeah. Um, where nearly half a year ago, we had an idea to have AI generate SpongeBob, SpongeBob episodes. episodes. Um, and by doing so, and then us read them off. we are going to effectively kind of be the writer's of the written AI script. So we're going to have chat GPT up and it's going to pitch us the concept of the episode. And we're going to read it to you guys. We're going to read it. We're going to kind of tell you whether we think it's a good idea for an episode or, or whether it would flunk. Whether it would flunk. Yeah. Um, we're going to try, you know, kind of, Helping it along if it's bad, you know, maybe do improvements. And, you know, we're going to do a few things with each one. I don't know how many of these we're going to do. We're going to see how long this first one takes us. Um, I'd like to do at least two to three, because that sounds about right. By the way, um, there will be show notes um, somewhere. I will post, maybe I'll, like, make a new kind of Discord or something where I'll post these. I do have a new idea because we are going to be getting rid of the website, by the way. Um, here is the first episode that it has pitched us. We actually had a little bit of trouble with this, so if you're going to do this, don't ask it for a concept of a new episode. You have to ask it for an idea for a new episode of Spongebob. You can't ask it in certain ways or it will not give you one. So if you're going to follow our steps, that's what I definitely recommend. The title of this is Jellyfish Jamboree. Here is the synopsis. Okay, so um, we're going to try to have somewhere we have the posting of all these synopsises for you guys to read yourself um 
by the way, before we continue on, if you're going to try this for yourself in, in chat, one thing you want to make sure of is that you've got to ask for an idea for a new episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. If you don't, it actually gave us the first time we tried, I think we asked it for a pitch. It actually just gave us a season six episode that already existed in the like plot summary. So here is our first synopsis, Jellyfish Jamboree. SpongeBob's enthusiasm for jellyfishing reaches new heights when he discovers an annual event called the Jellyfish Jamboree. The Jellyfish Jamboree is a legendary gathering of jellyfish from all corners of Bikini Bottom, where jellyfish enthusiasts come together to celebrate and participate in jellyfish-related activities. Excited to attend the event, SpongeBob rallies his friends, Patrick, Sandy, and Squidward, to join him on the jellyfishing extravaganza. However, things take an unexpected turn when Squidward expresses his disinterest in jellyfishing and refuses to accompany them. Determined to not let Squidward's negativity dampen their spirits, SpongeBob and the gang devise a plan to convince him to give jellyfishing a chance. Um, okay. So, they organize a funny jellyfish jamboree and jellyfish builds. Okay, so... Okay, so we're going to talk about the first couple of... There's actually, like, four more paragraphs here, I think. Something... Talk about the first it's one pretty first. long. So the first couple things. I do actually like this setup. I like the concept. I do love the idea and the setup. There's a few things about the Jellyfish Jamboree that I do want to be sure of, though. So I would like to see kind of more kinds of jellyfish. I think throughout some of the later seasons, you've actually seen, you know, like, No Name the Jellyfish, which was blue. There's actually an episode where they showed off the jellyfish migration episode. Um, it had quite a few different jellyfish. If, if they're going to do something like this, they need to bring back the queen jellyfish to make an appearance. Right. And they need to have a few new species to keep the interest of right. the visuals. I think it would be a good episode, though. The, the idea of Squidward kind of being the grouch, it's a classic trope of Squidward. And so I do kind of like the idea of him just, just like not having any, not having any of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is extremely like. By the way, we did actually do a Google search and kind of made sure this wasn't already an episode, even under a different title. It's not. So are we still going to read the rest of them? Um, we are, we are. After we're done with this? Um, we're going to read the whole thing. Okay. Um, but it's so long, I kind of wanted right. to pause and see what we think about the episode so far. I think that it would be better if they brought in, like, the, uh, the, the queen jellyfish. Yeah. So... Right off the bat, that's kind of my thoughts. Is like it needs to have the queen jellyfish have a reappearance for even just a cameo. Um, all right, so they organize a mini jellyfish jamboree in jellyfish fields right, right in Squidward's backyard. backyard. <laughs> um, first of all, I'm gonna have to pause it there and remind the viewers jellyfish fields is like not. In Squidward's backyard, 
So. <sighs> That's where they would have to probably change it to like. Uh, let's let's see like what to say that, uh, yeah. they dragged him to jellyfish pills or yeah. something. Hold on. Let's let's see what the rest of this says in case it like explains itself a little. Okay, so. SpongeBob and his friends transformed the area into a vibrant jellyfish-themed carnival, complete with jellyfish-inspired rides, games, and live music. They hope that the spectacle will capture Squidward's attention and ignite his interest in jellyfish. Oh, okay, so I get it now. I, I get it, but I don't think he'd just go to a carnival. Right. I think they would have to come up... If I was doing the episode, I would... Call Squidward and tell him that there is, like, some big clarinet player that's coming to Jellyfish Fields right. for a quick concert and then have the carnival happen. Right. I think that's how to realistically like, get Squidward like, out there. Jazz, I feel like uh, if they told him, like, his favorite jazz musician would be there, then he'd yeah. probably go. <laughs> Maybe that one from the episode where... Um, you know the one I'm talking about because he turned into that weird stone creature. Because of the concrete. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> the clarinet player from that yeah. needs to make a re- to be promised to him. Just a quick note, I don't like how the next uh, paragraph starts. I kind of oh, read boy. a little bit of it and I didn't like it. Uh, so, that, so far, again, a good episode, if a well, little bit flawed on the paragraph. third thing. Alright, um, go for it. Okay, so as Squidward steps out of his house, he is taken aback by the colorful festivities unfolding in front of him. Reluctantly, he decides to give it a chance, albeit with a skeptical attitude. Spongebob, ever the optimist. Okay, I can't see the Yeah. You gotta read the rest. I can't see Okay, it. hold on. Reluctantly, he decides to give it a chance, albeit with a skeptical attitude. SpongeBob, ever the optimist, pairs Squidward with his trusty jellyfishing net and provides him with a crash course on jellyfishing. <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't like it. Mm. I don't like that part. I don't think that Squidward would be good as the one that's, you know, <laughs> that kind of person. He's not that type of fish. I don't know. He's he's a bit too self pampering. He'd he'd rather be inside, um, you know, right. just catering to himself. Yeah, I, don't I don't really. Like that part. I I do think that's. I think that part bit, would have to be taken out. Yeah. Altogether. Um. <laughs> as for the crash course on jellyfishing, I do think that that can be reworked right. in a way. Maybe kind of similar to the bubble stand technique. Right. Not something exactly like that, because I feel like it's not played out, but since it's already been done, just do something silly that doesn't really make sense to help him, (laughs) but it just does in that style. Um, I think that would be cool. To everyone's surprise, Squidward discovers a hidden talent for jellyfishing. With each successful catch, he becomes more engaged and starts to enjoy the experience. As Squidward immerses himself in the jellyfish jamboree atmosphere, he realizes that jellyfishing can be an art form and begins to view it as an opportunity for self-expression. I kind of like that. You see now, this I is like it this now. is exciting because I kind of like it now. 
I do like it because Squidward gets to have a moment to himself. Yes. And actually enjoy legitimately it. enjoy. Because even when Squidward isn't being, like, completely, like, screwed over, he yeah. usually just kind of comes out neutral. He never comes out happy except, like, a couple times, right? Right. <laughs> like, um... Right off the bat, uh, the Imagination episode with a box. Um, he had a real good time playing in the box at the end of the episode. Or, <laughs> of course, everyone's favorite band geeks. Um, just that freeze frame of him being so triumphant. That's <laughs> another moment that's really I good for it. him. Um, that's that's kind of a nice thing to have for him in this episode. I think I would keep. That entire thing about the same. Um, impressed by Squidward's newfound enthusiasm, other Bikini Bottom residents join in the Jellyfish Jamboree festivities. The event becomes a grand celebration with Squidward showcasing his jellyfishing skills through an improvised musical performance. <laughs> in the end, Squidward's transformation surprises everyone, especially SpongeBob, who is thrilled to have his friend share in his jellyfishing passion. The episode concludes with a heartwarming moment where Squidward, Spongebob, and their friends dance beneath a sky full of jellyfish, reveling in the joy of their shared interests in the magical jellyfish jamboree. This episode highlights the power of open-mindedness, finding joy in unexpected places, and the importance of embracing new experiences. I like it! I will say one thing that's problematic. I do love this episode. But... But there is some things that would probably need changed. There is something that has to be changed about the ending. As we're all aware, Spongebob does have to hit the reset button. You know, it does... Yeah. It does it have does to have bring to things back up. to status quo. Squidward hates everything. Up. And... As much as I would love him, love him to have this happy ending, I do have to sort of veto it. I don't think it would be good, a good, like, uh, episode with him getting everything you wanted, unless it was, like, the very last episode they were ever going to make. Yeah. Um, so the way I would kind of rewrite this, in my opinion, is that maybe... The queen jellyfish, he just gets a little cocky, Squidward does, and tries to catch the queen and gets his memory zapped out of him or something. Right. Being not remembering that he ever did like the jellyfishing. Yeah, like he doesn't even remember doing it. I wanted to have some kind of build up to that because I don't want him to just get immediately punished for no reason. Right. Because, let's be honest... That's how a lot of bad Spongebob episodes are made. Is not knowing when to punish Squidward and when to leave him alone. But just have him be the instigator. Have him get cocky and just acting like a jerk and being better than everyone. Quote, quote, quote. And then he tries to catch the queen. She zapped his memory out and he wakes up in the hospital not remembering a bit of it. When Spongebob tries to tell him, he doesn't believe him. I mean, why would he? <laughs> he and, and maybe Spongebob can have some secret photos of him doing it. 
Dude, absolutely. <laughs> and so that is a wrap on this first AI episode. Let me tell you, um, not the podcast, by the way. We are still doing another one. Um, because I did enjoy this. This was a lot of fun. Um, but honestly, this is a solid episode. Um Wait, so we're gonna do this again sometime? Um or now. I'm doing a second one for oh. the podcast, I oh, think. Okay. I think we have enough time to squeeze in another one. Awesome. Even after the edit, um there should be enough time for a second. Yay. Um I do think we that, should do this sometime for like uh, like making new like a, a new cartoon that hasn't been made before. Oh yeah, episodes. for one of these episodes, make it like come up with ideas for that would yes. be cool too. <laughs> um, as for what I think about what era of SpongeBob this would be in, because I feel like the writing quality mm-hmm. is about on par. I'd say it would be somewhere right alongside the newer seasons. Before we go on to the next one. Yeah, like you said, the newer seasons. I'd say... um, Probably season 11 or 10. Whichever whichever one Mimic Madness came from Uh, and The Legend of Bukini Bottom came from. You know... I think it would be right around there. It doesn't feel timeless enough to be a classic era of Spongebob episode. And I do think if it was in season one or two, like, it would be too elaborate because of the animation style of that old series, as much as it sounds weird. They do seem to do a little better with some character design nowadays. So, like, I think they could do better in the modern day. So, again, season 11, we'll say. I think that is the season in which we had Legend of Bukini Bottom. Please correct me if I'm wrong, internet. Let's move on to number two. Okay, so a bit of a confusing situation has arose. We have our second one, but its title is already used. It uses the title Bubble Buddy Returns. Now, if you guys are not aware, he's actually been in two more episodes in recent years. There is one where SpongeBob walks in inexplicably into a bubble town, which is not the one this one's named after. Um, and Bubble Buddy Returns, he has to show... He has to... What does he do in that? Actually, I remember what he does. He actually leaves the sun with uh, SpongeBob, and he has to keep. Oh, his shiny! Sun That's shiny right. From, yeah, uh, shiny. Yeah. Um. So, um, even though this is going to be a bit of a tiny spoiler for the synopsis, I am going to retitle this "Bubble Treasure." Um, I kind of, kind of just. Skidded my eyes over it so that way I wouldn't get too spoiled and saw that it was some kind of treasure hunt episode. So, Bubble Treasure, this shall be known as. <clears throat> so, Bubble Treasure, here is the synopsis. 
In this new episode of SpongeBob SquarePants, the beloved character Bubble Buddy makes a long-awaited return to Bikini Bottom, bringing with him a whole new adventure for SpongeBob and his friends. I mean, the generic setup, right? I mean, yeah, you, you gotta love Bubble Buddy. The episode begins with SpongeBob going about his daily routine at the Krusty Krab when he receives an urgent letter from his old friend Bubble Buddy. Bubble Buddy explains that he has discovered an ancient and mysterious artifact deep in the ocean known as the Bubble Diamond, said to possess extraordinary powers. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say that this should be a one of the full episode length episodes, you know? Because mm -hmm. usually they've got two 11-minute cartoons. And sometimes they'll extend it to the whole 22. This is going to have to be one of those, I feel. Because mm -hmm. treasure hunting episodes, to me, feel epic and should for that reason. Um, what do you think about this so far? Because I do, I, so I especially hope that Bubble Buddy has his hat that grew out of him from I the know, first right? episode. Because that, that would so kind cool. of... That kind of remind me of an Indiana Jones hat. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe he should have a little bubble whip. Oh yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> now, now I've just now I've got Indiana Jones on the mind because they did that new movie. Um, okay. Intrigued by the prospect of such a remarkable find, SpongeBob rallies his friends, including Patrick, Sandy, and Squidward, of course, to embark on a, to quest. Embark on a quest to retrieve the bubble diamond. <laughs> They gather their scuba gear. Okay. Pause Time. for a minute. Time. They are underwater and they're meant to be underwater. So if they put on scuba gear, they wouldn't be able to breathe. The only one that would need it uh, is Sandy. Hold on. Set off on an underwater adventure filled with thrilling challenges and comedic mishaps. I don't get the scuba diving. Uh, <laughs> I don't get the scuba diving. I'm trying to think of how we can make it make sense. Sandy would be the only one that would need it. Maybe they're going into Goo Lagoon. Oh, yeah. It's in Goo Lagoon. Okay. So, I'm, I'm making the executive decision that that's why they need it. Mm hmm Um. Okay. <laughs> um. But this, you can kind of see there are cracks in chat GPT here and there. Though That is one thing you're going to notice is that, uh, yeah, it's it's cool, right? But, like, mm -hmm. this is still AI. Right. Keep in mind. As SpongeBob and his friends journey deeper into the ocean, they encounter treacherous sea creatures, formidable obstacles, and hilarious misunderstandings. Along the way. They learn valuable lessons about teamwork, friendship, and perseverance. This yep. episode highlights SpongeBob's unwavering optimism and determination as he faces every obstacle with a smile. Aw. Mm -hmm. I mean... I kind of like that. I Thank do you. like it. But this entire, like, section here mm -hmm. kind of says nothing. So it'd have to be taken out it's not like it's it's trying to generalize what the episode would do. Right. So I feel like this could be left out of the prompt 
especially because just a sentence before this, it said filled with thrilling challenges and comedic mishaps. Right. Um, eventually is where we're at. Okay, eventually, after overcoming various trials and tribulations, SpongeBob and his friends reach the secret location where the Bubble Diamond is said to be hiding. They soon realize that the Bubble Diamond is not as they expected. It turns out to be a rambunctious baby sea urchin named Bubbly, who has the ability to create bubbles of enormous size and strength. <laughs> That's cute. You know what? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say that that is a beautiful concept. Beautiful um, uh, anti-climax <laughs> that I do kind of like. Um, there's more to the episode by a couple little things. Oh, I like the next one. The next er, uh, okay. paragraph. So, the baby sea urchin named Bubbly, I do kind of like that. I love it, it. It feels it's just so dumb cute. enough and cute enough to be in SpongeBob. In the end, SpongeBob so, and friends. Oh, hold on, you oh. you missed one. Okay. SpongeBob and his friends find themselves in a wild bubble-filled adventure as they try <laughs> to contain Bubbly's playful energy while protecting Bikini <laughs> Bottom from the chaos caused by the oversized bubbles. They engage in epic <laughs> bubble battles, bouncing around the city and spreading laughter wherever they go. That's so awesome. I that's like cute. that. Kind of like a world war with bubbles. Oh okay. my gosh, that's cute. <laughs> that's very SpongeBob to me. In the end, SpongeBob and his friends discover that Bubbly was merely looking for companionship and a sense of belonging. They teach Bubbly about the value of friendship and help him find his place in the underwater community. As a result, Bubbly becomes a cherished member of the Bikini Bottom family, spreading joy and bubbles wherever he goes. Aww. And scene. Um, Bubble Buddy, well, um, Bubble Treasure, which I, I have to use our title, is a heartwarming and humorous episode that captures the essence of SpongeBob SquarePants, showing the power of friendship, the importance of embracing uniqueness, and the boundless fun that can be found in even the simplest of adventures that's so cute i like it um i think there is a few things though that will probably have to be changed like this yeah weirdly this one doesn't seem to have the reset problem that the other one did i feel like we could get away with bubbly being in like the background of new episodes after this one right so i feel like the reset of Squidward from the last thing. We don't. We don't have to do something like that here, right? Because it doesn't change a character dynamic or anything. Um, what did you think was going to be? What do you think needs a little changing though? Because, like, I do see a little problem here. Oh, I for I changed my mind. What I bought earlier was the scuba diving, but then you fixed that. Yeah. So what do you think? I do think that, like, they need to give Bubbly a bigger purpose to stay in Bikini Bottom. I mean, like, maybe find him something that his bubbles can help rather than just, because... I do think they need to take that one paragraph out, too, because it's literally, like, just filler. Yeah, I do think that having that there doesn't really help. Um, otherwise, I'm going to be honest, this is a very solid, 
what I'm going to call not an episode, but a special. Like I said, I do think this is one of those double-length um, Spongebob episodes, if they would pace it correctly. Right. Um, and I do think that would be very cool. Um, I do think we actually have time for one more. All right, so we will be back for our third and final. We might do this again, even not with just SpongeBob, but we could probably do this with a like few other with cartoons. Like a, just to make it right in some cartoons as well. Yeah. Either way, we'll be back with number three. So, <laughs> in a very happy but weird turn of events... We tried to regenerate the thing because the new one kind of was a bit too, like, similar to a few episodes we know about. This time it gave us a concept for a full spinoff with a list of main characters and their roles, a setting, and, like, four or five episode themes. You know, just a, a full, like, pitch for a show. Um, while I would not normally change topic like this, um, this might even be a part two. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I have decided this is going to definitely have to be, um, probably a part two. So, tune in next week and we are going to go ahead and explore spongebob seaside chronicles thank you for listening my name has been john that's the nerdy that is brit the beautiful thank y'all for listening